Welcome to Shotgun Story, the podcast that has conversations with indie creators about music, meaning, and the point of it all, so that you may be inspired by the journeys of other artists who are doing it for themselves, and maybe gain a little more understanding as to why it matters quite so much that you keep creating. So I've been getting a lot of messages from people around the country asking for advice with regards to venues to play in Johannesburg. In compiling my little lists, and I say little, very intentionally, there are not that many venues, particularly in our genre of music, to play here in Joburg. But what I realized is we play a lot more festivals than we do music venues, which made me think it's actually maybe important to begin to explore why, but on top of that, to explore what kind of festivals are happening in Johannesburg and around the rest of the country. So the first one we're going to focus on is a festival that's in its first year. The festival is called Galpalooza, and I have Jolene East in studio with me today, and she is one of the event organizers. Hi, Jolene. Hi, how are you? Good. <laughs> Thank you for braving the cold and coming to visit. No problem, no problem. Um, I braved the traffic, but... <laughs> <laughs> it is a fair amount of traffic, because actually Jolene's just come from Twerfontein Melkere, which is where the festival is going to be held. Oh, Pipilas, yeah. What area is that? I think the area is mostly Kempton Park, but it's on the Babsfontein Highway, so it's outside, more into the farming area. If you're coming from the airport, more to the yeah, to the agricultural kind of side of things. And it's a venue that holds not just festivals, it holds evening events and day events as well. But now it's kind of the perfect venue for a festival because it's got space to camp on and it's got neighbours that are very far away so you can make a loud noise, right? Yes, yes, for sure. Um, I mean, there are people that stay on the farm, like <laughs> me and my hubby, but um, the other people that stay are also very chilled and very kind and lots of fun. <laughs> yeah, so Gelpalooza. Yes. It's based on a vision of yours, like, a, like it's visionary. Tell us about it. I think if you surround yourself with a lot of creatives, it's easy to just kind of head space yourself in an area where you can be creative and open with ideas and uh, I was recently hanging out with loads of musos as I always do and I came up with a cool idea of just having a festival with a woman lineup because these days there's not enough girls at music festivals and I don't want to just listen to boys screaming uh, tired of it a little bit mm. and then I thought how come there's not chicks that I can go watch you know when I was younger I remember the first, well, not my first, but one of the live performances I saw by um, an amazing woman, Karma. Um, she was also from Henry VIII, and she was playing like a small stage at Woodstock, and we were all sitting on the ground, and I think we were about 30 people, but it was a small little garden stage, so it was too amazing. And we were there because we were going to watch Chris Kumbais. He was on after her. We sat there and we were waiting for quiz and this chick just blew my mind and I was like, this is rad. And I think having more of that kind of experience in between other 
artists <laughs> is great because you just have that breakaway from I don't know the music theory and how it should be done and how the business should run. It just gives you a little bit of a softer approach to to the music and to what you're experiencing at a festival. And I miss that because I don't see enough <laughs> anymore. <laughs> so I decided that for my birthday I'm going to have a festival called Galpalooza, which Steve East came up with the name. There you go. There's your credit, lovey. And um, <laughs> we just booked like all these beautiful and amazing women that have inspired not only me, but Steve as well, because he's a sucker for the love songs, you know, and the sad songs. <laughs> we we kind of sat about it and thought about who we could get and what we could do and where we could do it. And we came on, on an idea for Galpalooza. And then we had Sandy Morrow. She loved the idea because she's so bloody cute. And then she said she'd do the um, artwork for me, which was so lucky. And the artwork came up beautifully. She definitely check it out on the socials. We just put together a lineup of girl musicians, poets, as I call them, <laughs> mm-hmm. and creatives. It's a difficult life to live in this, in this industry. I mean, being a girl is not the easiest thing, you know, because... You won't get that respect because girls are my, the party girls, you know. If you add a thing, that's your job. You just kind of support, you know, which is wonderful. But sometimes we also need support. So mm. <laughs> let's have a festival, I said. <laughs> so lovely because your birthday falls over Women's Day. Yes. So my birthday is the 7th of August and um, oh, I've had all my birthdays at Opikopi. So a festival is definitely on the, <laughs> on the map. Um, and then I thought, let's do it on National Women's Day because we can have a nice picnic in the August warm, beautiful sun. And then we can have some bands during the day and we can do some med- meditation the night before and people can sleep over. So it kind of has that sense of magic to the air. Yeah, we've got loads of things planned. We've got one of the um, musicians, Maddie Burns. She's um, on the decks as well, but on the tarot decks. So she's going to be doing some tarot card reading. And we've got a yoga session in the morning. Because you don't always have to drink when you go jawling. You, know? mm. <laughs> you can always just picnic and hang out. Yeah. <laughs> And um, yeah, and then it finishes quite early because, you know, as Jamie Lee Curtis said, I want to go to bed early. <laughs> so let's have a job, but in the day. <laughs> yeah, so nice. Such a like an idea just to have like a night before where you're chilled and you're relaxed and you connect with your stars and your moon. And the next morning you wake up on a beautiful farm with a beautiful sunset and, and sunrise. And yeah, and then... You care and you tell every woman on the day that they're special. A hundred percent. Now, I mean, I have other questions about the dates and everything because I know your birthday is on the 7th, but that's not the date of the festival, hey? The evening of the 8th because the 9th is a public holiday so you can sleep over for the night. The 9th from about 11 o'clock we'll be doing bands outside on the Boogie Central stage. Yeah, so just picnic and then a little bit later when the sun sets, we're going to move inside and then we're going to watch his cheeks rock hard. (laughs) Very, very cool. I mean, there's two things. One is it's obviously to highlight a female lineup, but are men invited? Men are invited. Who's going to (laughs) bry if the men don't come? (laughs) 
A hundred percent. So don't think that if you're a man, because it's a woman lineup, you can't come. We want you to come. We want you all to come. That's pretty important. <laughs> um, you mentioned we do like sad songs uh, and love songs, but those are not the artists you've booked. You've booked a couple of those artists, but you've also booked some heavy female bands, like some rock <laughs> bands. Look, I pulled a rabbit out of this side, let me tell you. I've got, um, yes, the most amazing chicks, Tessa and Oriel from Kutina Wetplash, to um, draw for us on the night. As everybody knows, I'm sure, you better follow girls. Um, Luandi has moved to the coast. And she's now living it up in the Gordon Route, Lekker, on a plancy with Adrian, her musically brilliant boyfriend. And um, the girls haven't played a show yet, you know. And I thought maybe I could convince... Cortina to pull something together and they have and she, and Oriel and Tessa have got a side project now called um, Pussy Heaven because of the shame and little cat is now in heaven so Pussy Heaven and um, they playing a show and I can't wait I <laughs> I used to watch them at um, Kitchener's and Joburg years ago man I was so young always in the front of the line like right in front of the girls rocking out there were girl lineups those days it was like Japan and I they were a little bit more punk than rock I think if I remember correctly but yeah those girls have spent so many nights entertaining me Mm-hmm. I'd love to share that with them, all my loved ones and all my friends and all my supporters who are buying tickets and coming to Galvalooza. <laughs> Amazing. It's going to be such a fun day. And how much are tickets? Tickets are going for 150 rand per person. That is a bargain. It is a bargain. You get to stay over. You get to have like a national women's retreat weekend, basically. <laughs> but bring your man and your kids, hey? Bring your man and your kids. So speaking of kids invited to the festival as well we realized that that's a big part of our audiences not coming to shows anymore is that people have kids in their 30s and their 40s people have kids and so evenings out are a thing of the past mostly sadly and so day festivals are where it's at i think that this is a perfect opportunity to load up the kids in the car come have an evening camping trip and hang out on the public holiday. 100%. And immerse yourself in live music again and remember why it matters so much and how much you love it. And then we can start to figure out a way to get babysitters. So you start coming out again. This is why we started advertising two months in advance. 100%. Exactly. <laughs> Hopefully everybody has their babysitters numbers and they've booked already. Or you can bring them with. Just bring them something to keep busy with. That's all. Remember, it's a farm. It's dangerous. So you have to keep an eye on your kids. (laughs) Yes, that's also super important. (laughs) Don't get too drunk. You have to watch the kids, okay? (laughs) Yes. Okay, so there's two options. Bring the kids and keep an eye on them and don't drink too much, which is cool for some of us because some of us don't really drink. Yeah. But for people who want to have a bit of a party, book your babysitters in advance. Yeah. And come have a little party. Yes. Another way. (laughs) Another way. So now, you're hoping to do this annually, this festival. I am hoping to do this once a year until I die. That sounds amazing. (laughs) It's a hill I can die on. (laughs) Now, for people who want to play for future years, 
What will you be looking for in an artist? Yes, yeah, I want to say talent, but that's such a yucky word to say. Hey? I think I'd be looking for somebody that's unique at expressing themselves because that's what I admire. Mm. That's what I admire. And every single one of these artists is, is just the way that they authentically write their songs, sing their songs, play their songs, tour the EPs, tour the albums, play festivals. Like there's nothing more beautiful in the world than if I see an artist once and that artist moves me, then I go to a festival that I have amazing respect for and there's the artist. Mm. Then the proudness. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I don't think you have to be a mother to actually be proud of someone else and have that feeling, but it feels very motherly and very connected. Why do you think that um, there are so few women on the lineups of festivals? Um... I don't know. <laughs> I think we're all out there doing our blurry beasts. Mm. Um, I think, I don't know, when it comes to women on festival lineups, you find them, they're there, it's happening. But they're on big, big, big lineups. And the big budgets aren't going for the girls. The big budgets are going for other guys. Mm. And um, when you see small festivals, they're don't have that kind of budget. So who are they booking? They're booking those big artists because that's going to get them people. Mm. I think that is not good. Is it? That's not how you grow something. You don't grow an industry by being mediocre. Mm. You need to be diverse. Yeah. And mediocre is such a negative word. I hope it doesn't come across negatively. But I mean, like, if you want to be creative and you want to inspire and you want to a culture of music-loving people, you need to expand on it. You need to have all kinds of things mm. in the mix. And I can't, can't listen to boys all time after I know about toxic masculinity. Can't go back, you know? <laughs> like, I don't want to listen to those songs anymore. It's not my generation anymore. Yeah. I mean, it's such a challenge because you understand from a festival organizer's perspective, being one yourself, that, that the bottom line matters. Yes. And so you need to attract an audience unless you can find sponsors. But the yeah. same thing with the sponsors. The sponsors care about attracting an audience who yes. wants to be at a festival. So you need to be associated with a successful festival. Yeah. And I think part of the challenge is that um, maybe we just need to educate our audiences about uh, female bands and yes. some really cool new things so we can attract the audiences ourselves. Yes. So the festival owners want to book us. And I mean, 100%. maybe that's the way around. Yeah. I mean, look, there's no, there's no get, getting quick rich Schemes. I don't believe in that. I believe in perseverance and I believe in committing to your bit. Mm. If you play forever and you're just playing restaurants and you're just playing shows and house concerts and small beautiful festivals, that's perfect because you're still doing what you're doing. Mm. If you carry on doing one thing mm. for a long time, it's going to work. There's, yeah. I mean, there's no way that it can't. <laughs> There's no way that it can't. Yeah. If you work on something and you love it and you feed it all of your um, inspiration and creativity, it will bloom, you know, and it's just keeping your north and having um, belief that you can get through it. So now, Twerfontein hosts a lot of events, right? Yes, yes. Um, what kind of thing could you expect from an event at Twerfontein? 
You can expect bunnies and owls and beautiful moonrises, beautiful sunsets. We have guest rooms that are beautifully rustic. And I'm not saying rustic like you should have a few beers before you pass out because it's a bit rustic, you know, which um, people like saying in Durban. <laughs> There's showers. You can walk around in pajamas. You can just be yourself. 12 minutes from the airport and it feels like you're on holiday. The first hour you're there, you're just like, all oh, that stress like melts off you. The beauty is just stunning. Mm-hmm. It's worth giving a try. Um, And a perfect opportunity to do on a public holiday. Yes. Ticket details. Where can people go get tickets? You can check out Rockford Media, the events by Rockford Media, or you can jump on Tuefontaine Malcray's Facebook page or the website. It's also up on the website from Tuefontaine Malcray. The website is beautiful. Everyone should go check it out. There's photos and you can see the different parties we've had and the weddings and bachelors and all kinds of parties all over there with a load of information and then the ticket link is also there. Wonderful. And so my suggestion is if you are looking for the event, go and follow Rockford Media. Yes. On all the socials. What's your social media handle? Oh, Rockford Media. Okay. It should just come up like that. Okay. Rockford, R-O-C-K-F-O-R-D Media. Wonderful. Um, Okay. To end off, tell me. What is your favorite festival on the African continent? I just thought to myself, oh, what a question. I know, Strab, it's definitely Strab. It's also, I think, my first festival, I had the worst anxiety. Like, my arms were shaking when I was playing (laughs) for the first time because the the whole crowd is always listening. You can hear a pin drop and it's so... (laughs) scary when you're up there. Mm. It's such a wonderful festival. It's in Mozambique. In Mozambique, yes. At Pantamalangan. Yes. Subterranean Rhythm and Blues Festival. Rhythm and Blues Festival. That was started by Pit Bueta. It was amazing. What a legend. What, what a, a legend. legend. What a legend for leaving such a beautiful festival to just keep on his love and passion for music. It's amazing. Wonderful. Yeah, I love that festival myself, and I also would highly recommend that people go to that. But first, coming up next is Galpalooza. So I think you should go and get your tickets post-haste because it's going to be a wonderful, wonderful day. 100%. Get your tickets, bring the kids, bring bicycles, bring Dettol and Playstash for the kinders. Bring your mind, let them cry. Bring your boy, and ladies like. <laughs> Call your cousins and say it's a cousin's day. <laughs> have, a, have a jaw with us at Galpalooza. Oh, wonderful. Thank you for coming to studio. Like, <laughs> Can't wait to see you there. Can't wait to see you there. If you are an independent artist whose passion for what you do can inspire or fuel others, get in touch. I'd love to chat. You can find me on shotguntory.com. You've been listening to another production from Solid Gold Podcasts. Walking down through this troubled town I fear I'll have a pile until
I know. 